bruh what happened i don't know wait it says we're recording yeah we are i can edit it out it's fine but <laughs> what the fuck happened <laughs> <laughs> this is a okay. good blooper <laughs> Usually, I'm a good luck charm, I guess. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, now let's let's do the actual intro. God. podcast i'm your host kylie and i'm jen and no Haley this week uh she is on sabbatical no i'm just kidding she's uh in miami right now having a fun time so very jealous of her you were both in florida we were just in different places so would have been yeah, great to meet I... up eventually <laughs> eventually yeah right <laughs> opening day hopefully um but before we get into all of that, because you were at spring training, so we're definitely going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into that, we are brought to you by Fired Up Sports Network and Manscaped. We appreciate you both. Uh, with Manscaped, they just released the um, hedge trimmer kit, and they have a whole bunch of stuff and 
I literally can't say enough nice things about their products. Um, well, not me personally, but who I've given the stuff to because I can't use all of it. Um, I don't exactly have a beard, but their products are great. And we have a little discount for you. Use code BELLSMASH at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. So that's a pretty good deal, I think, you know? I agree. <laughs> great deal. Take advantage of it. Absolutely. Um, now let's get into the episode. So last week we had Derek Hall. Yeah. <laughs> who we're recording on Wednesday. So he just hit that home run this, today. Absolute moonshot. I think it's still uh, in the air. No one knows. Literally the camera guy had to refocus. <laughs> And find the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was it was a freaking moonshot. Um, we tied that. That was the most Phillies way to end the game I have ever seen in my life. I agree. Um, for those <laughs> of you who weren't watching, we had a lead that was four to two, but then it's in the bottom of the, the ninth, ninth, yeah, the game ended because. In a tie, 4-4, four, four, because of a two-run wild pitch. <laughs> that is the most Phillies thing I have ever heard in my life. Same. <laughs> and the funny part is, I, it's just spring training, so you don't get mad, but it's just like, all you can do is say Phillies baseball is back. Yeah, and you know, there were some of those people who were mad, of course. Of course. Um, but not us, as you know. No, we we are the positive bunch. Um, we are. <laughs> we like to consider ourselves the Players Podcast. I like to consider us the Players Podcast also. I want to, um, because when you're a young woman especially, you, you're kind of conditioned not to celebrate your successes and your wins mm -hmm. in life because you're going to be seen as cocky or what. Um, and so I don't want to do that. I think that we should celebrate that we have, we had Jordan Disson, um, one of our top prospects come on and shout out to him. And then Mark Appel came on and uh, the following week we had Derek Hall. So we have had two current Phillies players interviewed um in the past two weeks we're only 15 episodes in and it's the off season like it's just absolutely incredible we want to thank everyone who has listened and supported us but um kylie i want to give your you your flowers too because <laughs> you're the one who had and, and also it's a miracle that i haven't cried yet on the pod I know. because i literally i sent videos of, of me crying to kylie during regular season games because I'm so happy. <laughs> so I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, and you just had this vision for this podcast. Um, and you made you had the name, you had everything and you just needed your co-host. So that's where Haley and I came along. So props to you. <laughs> I appreciate you. You know that. Um, you, you and Haley have been have been awesome, and the whole this whole thing has been absolutely insane. I 
from I mean we literally talked to Derek Hall and like we've talked to Marco Polo we've talked to a top 50 prospect like in 15 at 14 episodes because this is 15 like yeah it's it's crazy and it's I I it blows my mind how much support this podcast has gotten um I love it <laughs> I love it too and Again, um, yeah, and and just off the pod, you know, you've become one of my closest friends. So I just love you. <laughs> I love you too, Jen. <laughs> uh, and yeah, again, we want to be the players pod. We appreciate them. Like we didn't know how much time each, any of them would spend with us. Mm-mm. And the fact that they – everyone gave us the full hour and – they were so emotionally vulnerable and open and just shared a lot of things that they didn't have to share, but because we made them feel comfortable, they did. Um, we will always really appreciate you, Jordan Disson, Mark Appel, and D. Hall, Derek Hall, um, so much. We love you guys. Yeah, I. they're all just great guys, and I can't say enough nice things about them. I love them all. And when Hall hit that home run, dude, we both went insane. <laughs> we did, because um, you know when when they, you know, we were we loved them before, but now that he's on the podcast and we've talked to him and we like, it means a like, little more. Yeah, we feel like we know him. You know, after spending an hour together just talking, not just about baseball but about life. Um, Derek Hall's wonderful wife Ashley follows us, yes. so shout out to her. Thank you for your support. Uh, so yeah, it's just been amazing. And again, we we wanted to start this because we love the Phillies, we love baseball, and also it is important that we're an all female podcast. Um, again, wanted to show people that we exist. Yeah, female fans, especially like super fans who watch every game, who who know the game deeply and care about it. Um, we need to normalize that. Yeah, for sure. And I think what we're doing is a good start. I agree. So it's it's exciting. Um, but with that being said, all the excitement with, with the season starting and you were at spring training. Uh, you were at the second game with Trey Turner's start. How exciting was that? Oh, my gosh. I I wasn't I wasn't sure you know, who would be starting that second game. Um, It was just all by chance, really. That was the weekend that worked best for myself and my best friend, Kristen. Shout out, Kristen. My best friend literally since kindergarten. So she's basically my sister. Um, Mm -hmm. We both grew up huge Phillies fans all of our lives. And she has a a one-year-old baby at home, but her lovely wife, Mm -hmm. Kim, um, watched the baby so that we could have like a best friend's weekend. And... Clearwater was incredible. Um, the beach, you know, the restaurants, the vibes, the people is amazing. So many Phillies fans. There's a lot of signs that literally say like "Welcome Phillies fans." Um, great yeah, atmosphere, yeah. And then Baker Ballpark is is just incredible. And we had really good um, seats behind home plate. So got got a close look at Trey Turner and the other guys. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> definitely did. Um, and the costume Homer helped a lot too. Oh my gosh, 
So funny story, you know, we've taught, if you've been listening for a while, Kylie and I have talked about our Apple watch and how the noise alert goes off when you're in a loud environment. And uh, so that ha- obviously happens in a Phillies game, especially playoff games. But it happened during the Castellanos home run. And when I took, uh, if you check my, our, our Bell Smashers posts, like I posted my watch, it said like 100, 100 dB or whatever. Like, and somebody, um, again, I don't, I don't know their username, but thank you for retweeting and saying like, Philly sports fans are so passionate that we set off the sound alarms in a preseason game. First of all, it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's not even in Philadelphia. It's in a different state. And yeah, there was another thing, but just those two things alone that we were that excited that we set off the sound alarms um, speaks volumes about the passion of Philly fans. Yeah, 100%. Um, And, you know, we live in the D.C. area, so we experience fandom outside of Philadelphia, and it is not even close to what Philly does. It is insane. Um, You never see people rep their Washington stuff, no matter the season, the commanders. You don't see – you don't really see the Nats anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't – like, if you're – in Philadelphia, any given day, no matter the season, you'll see an Eagle shirt, you'll see a Philly shirt, Sixer. No matter the team, they will always wear the shirts. Yeah, all season, all season, yeah. and and the off season, like yeah. You can't say the same about a lot of other places. And and I uh, I tweeted this today, but. The so today's game was broadcast on the twins broadcast, so we were watching that. Uh, but I was, um, the, the those guys on the broadcast brought up several times how, first of all, there's a lot of Phillies fans here, Phillies <laughs> fans travel very well, and number two, they're wearing, um, you know, t- uh, McGraw jerseys and Roy Halladay and uh, Aaron Nola, like all different decades. I, you know, they started naming all these different players from across multiple decades. And again, that just shows the dedication of the fandom. It's, it's when you're a Philly sports fan, it's for life. Yeah. It's for life. It is in your genetics. It is, it is part of you. Um, and, you know, anytime you go to CBP, you see Kruk, you see McGraw, you see a lot of Harper, of course. Um, you see JT. You're going to see a lot of Turner this year. Um, mm-hmm. But you, the, you see a lot of Mike Schmidt. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if I've seen many Larry Boa jerseys. I've seen a few. Um, but, yeah, there's decades and it's just you don't you're not gonna get that in in a lot of other cities they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna wear the jerseys of who's big right now yeah exactly and i i try to stay away from the most popular player to be my favorite and to be you know the jersey i buy because they get enough love <laughs> so 
And you know, that's why that's partially why I love Stott and Bohm as my favorites because they are they're not, you know, the uh, the ten figure guys. They're not the, you know, the fifteen year contracts. They're not yet. So and they're from our own farm. Yes. They're we our love our product. homegrown fills. Yeah, so a mix of all of those things, it's you'll see a lot of bone. You'll see a few stot here and there. Um, I wear a lot of stot jerseys, but that's because he's my favorite player. But you you see a lot of different names everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. It's my um, favorite part. Yeah, and then uh, let's see the last. So they won that game that I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, our two besties, Appel and Hall, neither of them were there that day, which I, I realized like it, it makes sense because this f- facility is so small. Yeah. It does. And it just doesn't make sense for like, if you're not going to play that day for you to be there. So yeah, I will just have to meet them another time. <laughs> yes. Hopefully at least one of them are there when I go in two weeks. Um, yeah. But like especially they're they're more likely to with everybody going to the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Um I have more faith in being able to see Derek Hall than I do Appel. Mm-hmm. Just because Appel is in the bullpen. Yes. So I have more faith I'll be able to see Derek Hall. Um but I forget where I was going with this. Uh oh yeah. So you were saying how they they just leave and I thought it was yeah. funny. To, I thought it was funny to see that when uh, when Wheeler was pitching, as soon as he was done pitching, he was out. He was signing yeah. some autographs and left. It was the funniest thing to see. And again, I I just I haven't never thought of these things before until I saw them in person. No. Like uh, you know, um, Trey Turner, especially of course, everyone's eyes were on him. He plays a couple innings, and then I was li- I literally watched him. Yeah, grab his stuff walk out of the dugout, <laughs> same thing, sign a couple autographs, and then you're just gone. And that's the beauty of spring training, I guess. The players have a lot of freedom to, you know, I'm sure he went home to his wife and kid or, you know, maybe, like, they went golfing shout or something. Like, yeah, shout out Beckham. Um, for his wife's name, Kristen. Like, yeah, we love the families, obviously. Uh, so whatever they did, they, it wasn't at the ballpark. no. <laughs> And I, I just think it's funny because I never noticed it. And then you told me about it after you went to the game. And then I, like, as soon as I saw Wheeler signing autographs, I knew he was leaving. And he just, he <laughs> threw two great innings and just got out. He's out. It's just so funny. I mean, spring training is such a, yeah, it's such a different beast. But I kind of, I love it. I love how casual everything is. And it's just yeah. such low stakes. And you can tell they're all just having so much fun being mm-hmm. out there. And then, yeah, then they get to go home and, like, hang out with their families or do whatever they want to do. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And I cannot express how excited I am. I've always wanted to go to spring training. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we only had, what, four or five games now, not including the Tigers game? Yeah. Um. Who would you say, like, I know it's early, obviously, but who would you say 
has been like the most surprising? Um, the first person I thought of was like Weston Wilson. I feel like he has come out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's been surprising. I think there's just been a lot of pleasant surprises. Um, so yeah, that would be, that was kind of the first person that came to mind. What about you? Yeah. Weston Wilson is easily the number one that comes to mind. Um, Dela Cruz has had a good start too. Mm-hmm. I really like Dela Cruz. Um, Jake also, Dave we're just home run today. Um, oh yeah, yes, yes. Um, De La Cruz, we're we're also just talking about how we would like to take a photo. He's not listening, but if you're listening, we would like to take a photo with you because we are five feet tall. Yep, and he's six <laughs> eight, <laughs> and it would just be funny. Um, and I also tweeted movie. out. I also tweeted out on Sunday. Check it out. I got a picture of him next to Trey Turner, and they were talking to each other. And Trey Turner looked short. That's and right. Trey Turner, I did see that. Trey Turner is six foot two, and he was looking short next to De La Cruz, and that was just very entertaining. And I was texting Kylie like, "Well, now he knows how <laughs> we feel. We're always looking up at everyone." Yeah, seriously. Um, he's six foot eight. Like, how tall was Alec Bohm? I think Bohm was like one of the only players that can rival. I want to say six five. No, he's got to be taller than six five. He is. What the hell? He is six five. Told you, I'm. I'm pretty well versed on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was uh, Rocky. Shout out Rocky on Twitter. I'll. I'll have to double check though if it was you. Um. That said that the Phillies are a tall pitcher factory. <laughs> no, that doesn't have to be a good, but like we do have a lot. Painter being 6'7, like we have a lot of tall pitchers. He's 6'7? I think so. Oh my God. Yeah. Why? That one twins pitcher today, he was, I Googled, he was like six foot nine. <laughs> my goodness. Why are they not playing? What? I mean, I'm glad Painter is not playing basketball, but what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yep. Tall pitcher, factory. That blows. Yeah, look at that blows my mind. Like I, I know athletes are tall, but six nine. Yeah, that's a very tall person. <laughs> I mean, that's shorter than Embiid, but and you know most centers, but like that's still tall. And I was talking about this with my best friend over the weekend. Like, if you're a tall, if you're a pitcher that's like six foot four or, or taller, does that give you an advantage? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I I agree. That's what I that's what I was saying when when we were chatting about it. Just you just have that like a, you know you can see over everything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> your your stride is longer. Yeah. So the the close the longer your stride, I guess the closer you are to home plate, which yeah. is less which is less um time you have to see the ball. Mm-hmm. 
and which makes the ball look faster. Yeah, but um, we can ask, you know, if we get another tall pitcher on the pod, if Mark comes back on, we can ask him that. Like, <laughs> what's it like? Repeat of Mark? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. How so. tall is Mark Apel specifically? He's tall. Oh. Is he? Yeah. So, again, tall pitcher factory. I yeah, apparently. I think Brogdon is like 6'6". Six, six. Appel um, is 6'5". Wow. Yeah, see? So, just a lot of tall pitchers on this team. Can I have some of that height? Please? I know, same. Like, come on, dude. We should do, like, when we're together, um, like, a view a view from our perspective. Like, I cannot reach anything. Nope. <laughs> it's really hard. I can't either. And then when I'm at work, because I work at a restaurant that caters to tall people mm-hmm. or normal height people, I'm just like, I can't reach that. It's like up here and I can't reach. Yeah, it's, you know, there's pros and cons to being short and tall. Um, Isn't Haley 5'2"? Yeah. Yep. Is that what she said? Yeah, so we're a very short podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are a a players podcast and a short people's podcast. There we go. You know, representation matters. There's there's the new motto for players and short people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt us. We're gonna make that into a graphic. No, seriously. <laughs> but seriously, I, I'm what it won't if we do get if and when we get a picture with like a pal and hall like when they like they're just it's gonna be so funny. Dude, how tall is Derek Hall now that like I have we have a. While you're looking it up, I it was uh yeah it was mind blowing. He said he was five nine freshman year of high school. And he's six four now, and now he's six four. So he had some kind of growth spurt in between freshman year of high school and now. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I stopped growing in seventh grade. I stopped growing. I don't even know. So yeah, I just I just remember because <laughs> I remember those things. Yeah, anyway. I, I've always been the short person. So, <laughs> same. We're in it together. Yes, absolutely. And Haley. That's um, right. Although she is two inches taller than us, which is not fair. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it'd be really funny to get a six-eight Dela Cruz next to two five-foot people. Yeah. So you know, we'll make it happen one day. We have to. We have to. This. This is like. The new mission. I'm in. Because we already have, we we got Mark Appel, and then Mark Appel helped with Derek Hall. Mm-hmm. And now the line of succession continues. Right. So we, we got to keep it going. And somehow, somehow this will lead us to getting Bryce Harper. I don't know how, but it's going to lead us to getting all that. Yeah, I, don't I know agree. How. It will it's happen. Just how the line of succession, it's just how the line of succession works. Works. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, uh, what's th- this week? The rest of the week. Um, 
Let me get the schedule up real quick. I don't know why I didn't have it, but the rest of this, the week, the rest of the week, they play every single day, which is my favorite part of spring training. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we they, we we may not get all the the known players or the big names or whatever, but we still get like a game every day. Amazing. Like tomorrow we are at Boston, which D Hall did mention that it was like a, a, a miniature Fenway. Fenway. Yeah. That'll be interesting now that he told us that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we might notice it now. Um, mm-hmm. And then Friday is against Detroit. Okay. And then Saturday is against Pittsburgh. Okay. And Sunday we play Toronto. All right. And we don't have they don't have a day off until Wednesday. Oh, geez. And then they don't have a day off for a while. And then after that, they get like, oh, I lied. Never mind. Yeah, they, they play a lot. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. yeah, again, spring training is kind of like unhinged. But it makes sense because there are so many players that need to get put in the games and yeah. just, be, you know, get playing time and see how they're doing and what potential they have. Yeah, I mean, while you do want to see the big-name guys, you do want to see Trey Turner, they already have a solidified spot, especially Turner, due to making $300 million over 11 years. His yep. spot is pretty secure, right? <laughs> you think he makes the roster? <laughs> yeah, hot take, I think he makes the roster. Um, that Bryce Harper guy, I don't know, though. Um, yeah. To be determined. He's only on an eight-year deal now, so uh, I think it's eight. I don't know. How long has he been here? Four years? Yes. So he's on like a nine-year deal now. Um, <laughs> but it's for the the organization to know, like, who's going to be our depth, who – because outside of Reese, we really only have Derek Hall. Right. And we're going to need Derek Hall to be a DH. Mm-hmm. And I talked about this with with Phil actually this morning on um, trending in the AM. Yeah, shout and out Phil. Shout out Phil. You guys got to go check him out. But all over at DSM Media. But um, we he asked me if um, I could see Hall doing it, being you know a main guy. And at first I was like, I don't know, because it depends. You know, could he be the main guy? I think he can, but we're going to need him. He's definitely going to be on the major league roster. There's no doubt about that because who else do we have to play first? Yeah. And you, you, um, I watched you on that morning show. You were awesome. And without you. Yes. um, I think the way that you talked about, you both talked about with Bryce being out the need to rotate the DH so that Castellanos doesn't have to play in the field every day. 
Reese Please. doesn't have to play first every day. Bohm can get a couple days off at third base, like Schwarber at left field. All of these guys, um, yeah, it'll be absolutely critical to make sure that different people are being DH. Yeah, and, I mean, we all want consistency. We all want one guy there every single day and not have to worry about it. Uh, but until Bryce gets back, we got to have a platoon of guys. I mean, we all want Castellanos to stay at designated hitter. We all want him to be DH and because that's that's his position. That's what he does. He's a hitter. That's, that's where we're going to put him at. And with Bryce being hurt, a lot last year he had to really be in the outfield and him being hurt as well like it was chaotic for him so this year by the way he does look more comfortable that swing on the home run was beautiful oh yeah I can again <laughs> I, <laughs> I was right there it was yeah. amazing <laughs> yeah he he looks a lot more comfortable um and so we, they're they're testing out Sosa in center field, and I, I heard they're putting Hall in the outfield too. Mm-hmm, they're testing I heard that. that out. Yeah, yeah. So they have a lot of options with guys who are coming up. Because, um, like I said, without Re- other than Reese, who do we have? Yep. We could You're put right. Bohm out first, but he's a third baseman. Mm-hmm. So it could Castellanos play first? I don't know. We're just gonna have to see what Topper does with this. Yeah, we we ride with Philly Rub. We do. Which, by the way, we talk about this a lot, but the fact that the players and I believe their wives and girlfriends wore I ride with Philly Rob shirts. Oh, they did. Yeah, they all did. Like, there's a reason, like, why? That's why I'm not concerned with the Phillies being able to replicate at least some of the magic that happened at the second half of the season because, Mm -hmm. like, they rallied so much behind Topper with who, who else would make shirts? Yeah. I I agree and and like both of the interviews we had with with Mark Appel and Derek Hall like it was just apparent how much they love Topper and trust him and how that contributes to the family atmosphere. Yeah, for sure. Um I just it still amazes me that the difference this team has been and I can really tell that Topper lets them just be chaotic little crazy people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I mean Topper was like, how many more JT? And then JT was like, we got three more Topper. And then Topper's like, add a baby. And then they all just start spraying champagne. Like he just lets them be chaotic. Which they need to be, you know? Like Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think did Stott do the cut pours with Girardi as manager? Oh, I highly, highly doubt it. That's what I was just I didn't even think of that till I literally don't think just so. now. I, yeah. I don't think so. 
We can go back Which, and look, but I, I really don't think so. I don't think so. Which, by the way, that's my favorite part of the end games when stuff. Me too. Out. You got to stay for the interview <laughs> just to you see. If nothing else, to see stop pour water on them. <laughs> yeah, which, by the way, I have an issue with Nationals Park. Because Tell us. when when I was at the, the doubleheader that we had at the end of the season, I bought tickets to both of those games. Now, the first game we won, I forgot to look in the dugout to see Stott do it. I forgot. And then it got rained out. The second game got got delayed to the next day. So I go out there. We destroy the Nationals. They have a position pitcher pitch, a position player pitch, which was beautiful to see in person. It was hilarious. Um, But we won. And I was, like, looking in the dugout to kind of see, like, to see him do it because he does it after every win. And they got really mad at that. They got really mad at me trying to do that. And I was like. Yeah. I told that to, <laughs> I told that to Stott's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. they wouldn't let me. <laughs> I was like, they wouldn't let me see it. <laughs> I tweeted at her. <laughs> yeah shout out Shana Stott yeah, we love I, you I posted a tweet and I was like they're not letting me see it um yeah it was I was mad because I was like I just want to see this I hadn't seen it in person because I keep forgetting to look <laughs> listen I'm with you you know nationals staff it's not our fault that we beat you <laughs> and we just want to enjoy the moment it's not my f- I, I also had never seen a multi-home run game that happened that game too Schwarber had two home runs yes so good and I saw a daycare home run for the first time with Marsh Aww. so Love I got it. I got almost everything I'm waiting for a start home run you know yeah. I've seen one of those. You have. You're at the start home run. Yeah. Um, I also haven't seen Castellanos' uh, home run yet. That was my first one. Um, yeah, at spring training. <sighs> Quick side note, I just got a notification. The Sixers are beating their crap out of the heat right now. Oh, wow. I literally just got – Not okay, weird. Anyway, um – but, but yeah, um, I forget where I was going with that, but yeah, I, I haven't seen a Cassiano's home run yet. Yeah. And I, I just did on Sunday and it was, I highly recommend <laughs> a great experience. I saw Schwarber nuke, of course, cause home opener. Um, can you imagine Trey Turner hitting a leadoff home run? I can actually. I won't be there. He he'd be the third to do it. We'll be there at the at the home opener, but I I could see him doing it on the season opener also. Mm, Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. 
maybe he saves it for when he plays in Philadelphia. Ideally. Like a king. Mm-hmm. We'll <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'm just glad baseball is back. I can't, I can't, like, it's been a week and I don't want it to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. Again, the games literally don't count, but it's no. just nice to be able to watch baseball again. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I think that's kind of, it kind of makes it better to watch in a way because you don't exactly care if they win or lose. You're just glad baseball is back and games are being played. You're absolutely right. We're, we're used to being pretty stressed out. So. Yeah, especially this postseason, I could use a stress-free Phillies game. Mm-hmm. Except I was still screaming at my TV um, when they loaded the bases and then had an, a wild pitch, which – put us within one, and then an error, which tied the game. Yeah. Yep. That's literally the most Phillies thing ever. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to win the World Series this year, and it'll be fine. It'll be a, it'll be a mini highlight. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, this was a short episode. There's Nothing crazy to talk about this week. No special guests. But we do have two episodes next week with two special guests. And and the week after, we have something too. So if you're listening to if you're watching this, this is how we know you're watching. <laughs> Tweet at us and and let us let us know you know we have a special guest coming on the week after next two for episode. 18. Yep. So if if you are truly listening, let us know that you are by saying there's a special guest for episode 18. And who do you think it is? That'll be uh, interesting to see if you have any guesses. There's no way they're going to get it right. <laughs> I know. There's literally no possible way. I know, but I think it'll be funny. See, it'll well, definitely uh, be know? funny. Uh, I want to see if if Philly's news is watches till the end. I want to see if he comes up with someone funny because you know he will. Um, I agree. Um, <laughs> by the way, we should uh, we should talk briefly about the about the new rules and how we're feeling. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I I meant to talk about that. Um, the pitch clock. I don't like it. I don't like it either, and clearly the players don't like it. No, Zach Wheeler did not. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> He made it very clear he hated that pitch clock. <laughs> he tried to be as nice as possible, but he was like, I do not like it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, so, he's not a fan. If he's not a fan, I'm not a fan. I mean, I agree. It's like, what is shaving 30 minutes off a game? If you're a true baseball fan, like. Uh, yeah. If you're a true baseball fan, you appreciate the three hour game. And like, yeah. And, you know, that's part of being at the game is. You can also get up and, like, walk around, get a drink, chat with your friends, you know. Like, it's part of the experience. And if the game's two and a half hours, like, you, you're going to feel – I'm going to feel like I need to be in my seat the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I know I said this a few episodes ago that I was okay with it and I liked it. Um, <laughs> but, and I said, sorry, not sorry, but. Um, Taking it back? <laughs> so not exactly because I still like the fact that pitchers aren't taking 20 years to throw up to, to pitch a ball. and Yeah, batters- we talked about adjusting the gloves and like all yeah. that stuff and yeah so i'm glad that's out that's not happening anymore and i won't have to hear my dad say pitch the ball that's nice um, but i think it i think the length of the game was fine just the way it was i went to national a nationals padres game Juan soto's return that game was four and a half hours yeah and i was totally fine with it so if you truly appreciate the game, you uh, are fine with the length of the game, mm-hmm. most likely. Now and I like, understand people don't like people like it, but and there's already been a couple situations. There was the Boston Atlanta game. Yep, it was like bases loaded, bottom of the ninth, and they ended the game because the runner, uh, the the batter. Like didn't get in the box or something. Again, I don't remember the exact situation, but it was what Mark was alluding to that would happen. You know, like this, this pitch clock is going to affect games late in the game or like imagine that happening in a postseason game. Yeah, exactly. Outcome is affected because of the pitch clock that like that is something that they really, really need to consider changing. See, but it hurt the Braves. Was it really a bad thing? <laughs> I know. I know. I thought about that too. <laughs> like, I, I know Philly's Twitter was all like, okay, maybe we like this rule. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, if it but in us, reality. Be mad. Yeah, if, if it was us, we'd be mad. So you got you to gotta not be biased with that one. But you can make the joke. Yeah, exactly. Um, the pickoff limit, I love. I don't care. I, oh, same. Like, I – and I've said this multiple times. It's probably because of MLB The Show that I hate it so much. <laughs> um, but I literally hate seeing pitchers pick off a batter five times before they pitch a ball. Yeah. Um, I, I obviously understand it's strategic and all that crap. And you want to keep the runner as close to the base as possible because of stealing. And if there's a hit, you want you want them to be as close to – the start as possible and all that, but I cannot stand continuously seeing pitchers try to pick off the runner at first. It is so annoying. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I don't think that'll ever change. Mm-hmm. Um, the bases seem to be flatter, which I think is better for the legs of the players. Mm-hmm. Better for the ACLs, maybe. And probably the the larger size of the bases, too, because you don't have to, I don't know, stretch as far or, like, you know, exert yourself as much. Yeah, we've had, you know, um, players get hurt by a runner trying to go onto the base and just all that stuff. So it's not to get more offense. It's to kind of make it a little bit safer in a way for the player and – you know, you you like with the NFL, you don't. It's like getting too soft a little bit, uh, but I don't see this one as being too soft at all. I think it's, I I like it, and it's okay. not a huge difference, but it does make a difference. Yeah, agreed. And I still don't really think it'll help much with base running with base running too much. 
it might it probably will a little bit but i don't i don't know i haven't really seen it come into play yet yeah that's um, the thing like and again spring training is one thing we're gonna have to wait and see how these yeah play out in the regular season exactly um is there another rule that we haven't touched up on yet pick off pitch clock bases ban the shift oh my god the shift i'm glad it's gone but we both hate the shift (laughs) yeah i that's an unpopular take amongst baseball lovers i don't care i'm glad it's gone i don't either yeah (laughs) like you should be able as a professional player making tens of millions of dollars you should be able to adjust your swing i don't care i'm glad it's gone yep Agreed. Ryan Howard and lefties are praising that rule. I know. I meant to ask D Hall about that too, but again, yeah. Next time he's on. Yes, next time he's on for sure. Because hopefully he'll be on more. Because he's our best friend. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no. We have no emotional attachment to the players that we've talked. None. To. <laughs> None at all. Uh, they're they're cool. I guess. There's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that that feels like a, a good note to leave off on. <laughs> I agree. Again, uh, we love them very much. Yes, <laughs> thank absolutely. you for coming on our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are cool, I guess. Yeah. Um. <laughs> as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Um. Be sure to tune in to all of our episodes on Spotify, YouTube, Twitch. We're on Instagram, all at Bell Smashers Pod or Podcast, depending on you know. Um, next week we have Alec Carr and Connor Thomas. So that's, that's two great people to talk to. Um, so that's very exciting. Uh, Alex is going to be showing on Monday and Connor is going to be on Friday. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Um, I'm just, I want the season to start already, though. <laughs> I know. It's still, it's only March 1st. They start on March 30th. Um, yes, but it's, it's got, happening this month, everyone. Yes, this month. So we only got 29 more days to go. Nick Maton days, so. Aw, Wolfie. Yeah, Wolfie. It's okay. I wonder what the nicknames are going to be now. Who's going to do the nicknames? <sighs> Someone's got to do it. I think Marsh can do it. Yeah. Marsh is the guy. (laughs) Done. All right. We will we will see you guys twice next week. Thanks. Bye.